This episode of Voice in Education is sponsored by Soapbox Labs, the specialist in voice tech for kids. Soapbox Labs voice technology has been built from the ground up for kids ages 2 to 12 years old. They have created voice-enabled literacy and language learning tools for both home and classroom use while setting a new benchmark for accuracy and privacy in kids-specific voice technology. Welcome to episode 80 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today I have a returning guest with me, Aparma Ramanathan. And the beauty of a returning guest is that it doesn't happen very often on my uh, podcast. So welcome, Aparna. Uh, it's good great to have you again. Thank you very much, Julie. And what I would love for you to do, um, Aparna was actually early on, I guess, in my podcast, I think it's been over a year, year probably since the last time you were on, uh, one of the first people I met in the industry of voice that truly was looking at it through an educational perspective. And so um, I love what they're doing. And we really kind of hit it off because we, we felt like kindred spirits. And I was appreciative of that. What I want, why I asked her to come back today is because they're doing some new and different things. So what I would love for you to do, Aparna, is just introduce yourself, your background, and then tell us a little bit about your company. Great. Thank you, Julie. So um, I am a medical doctor turned education founder. Uh, my main focus and mission was around supporting child well-being. And initially, we started doing that in the home through the use of voice technology through Alexa devices. I, I love screen-free technology uh, that facilitates conversations. So that's how we started. And then we had teachers suggest that this could be used in the classroom for quick access to on-tap activities. Sure. That's when we uh, transitioned to building activities in the classroom. It's called Ask My Class. And it's a way for teachers to have, you know, uh, classroom management activities, play, social emotional learning, and uh, small group learning like academic prompts. Yeah, and I think what the value of Ask My Class does for educators who aren't aware is it, it is uh, already built into your system. So all you have to do is enable that and it, and it takes kind of some of the work off the teacher in making sure they've got the right things. It's, it's a great thing to really support te teaching and learning. But that leads me to our next question because I know that uh, right now there is a new skill called Ask My Kid. And um, I'm assuming that came from a need. And can you share a little bit about the reasoning behind that and where, where you guys are with that? Yeah, so when we had uh, some drastic steps in our schooling uh, system in mid-March, and we found ourselves uh, with a classroom product and no classroom, and also with a brand new strain on educators to work out remote learning in such a short amount of time. We took a step back and thought about what was the mission that we originally got into this game for, which was all around connection and so social and emotional support for the child. How could we do that in a remote learning setting? So. Uh, with, we developed upon a home-based version of Ask My Class called Ask My Kid, mm -hmm. and we added the ability for a teacher to record messages, voice messages for their students, either for the whole class or for individual students, uh, for those students to hear asynchronously, and also be able to enable student responses back. So it was out of that need for that, at that time, there was actually a wonderful shift towards really just 
finding out how kids were doing and the safety of the whole child and and ha hearing a teacher's voice first thing in the morning was was very nice for students. So that's what we were, what we built and what we were um, developing upon with Ask My Kid in those early months of remote learning. And then from there, we actually decided what other ways we could support student engagement in the home. Mm -hmm. Because besides that connection, what we were also noticing, educators were saying and parents were saying, is that engagement was dropping as well because there right. is a limit to the Zoom calls and there's a right. limit to, yeah, to screen-based learning. So we also partnered with teachers, at, particularly specialist teachers and um, children's media producers to bring about uh, five-minute audio-based challenges for kids to do at home. So it was a, an engaging way to get them off the screen, but continue the learning and continue their fun. What I really appreciate about you guys is that you, you didn't just try to make what you were doing work. You adjusted what you were doing to meet the, the current needs. Um, so forward, what does that look like? I mean, is there a hybrid model? Is there something that you guys are thinking forward about that can really um, adjust to education of the unknown of the education of the future? So that's actually a, something that we're really looking to partner with um, educators as they return to school in the fall. Mm -hmm. It's There are so many unknowns for everyone, and I think it's only going to be through an open dialogue as to what teachers need and see what we can do to supply that. So in a hybrid model where we still have a classroom, but perhaps with half the students attending and the other half at home, could Ask My Class and Ask My Kid be actually incorporated in, back into that one product that can support a, a hybrid model of education. So we're in the steps of actually working out and, and speaking to teachers and finding, finding out what that looks like. Not right now, I think everyone needs a break. <laughs> so <laughs> it's early summer and we, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but at some point. But in the meantime, what we are doing is also uh, focusing on parents. So we have had parents that have kids that have been home for, for three months and now they're going to be home for another three months. And that, it, that can be stressful and, uh, and it would be nice to take some of that stress off and also at the same time increase the family conversations and build communication skills and do it all again through an audio-based means. Um, we are still continuing on Alexa, but we also want it to be something where it can just press play so on, on a web app. And so we're continuing these um, short audio-based challenges that are designed to spark conversations. I love it. I love, and I love that you, sounds like you're branching out a little bit, not just the, the uh, Alexa device. Uh, because I, I do think we're in a world where we're gonna see more and more voice technology on multiple platforms. So I see your company adjusting to that as well. So what are, what's the feedback look like from some of these things that you've done this year? Oh, so we've had, yeah, so we've had, from teachers, we had positive feedback that this was, that students were looking forward to hearing their voice. Yeah. And so, so that was, that was wonderful to hear because I think audio is such a um, intimate form of communication and it's nice to not have to worry about what's in your background with, with the video. It's also quick and easy to record, yeah. Uh, and then from parents, we're actively testing at the moment. So if anyone has kids between the ages of five and nine, that want to try out these audio-based challenges and give us feedback. We'd love that because we are actively, 
beta testing. Great opportunity, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh, and what we've heard back so far is some of our challenges um, are leaning towards you know, sort of those mastery elements where you're, you're doing a little more academics and then other challenges are more just about fun and, and what is the right time and place to, to, to show those and, and how are we bringing about better conversations. And we're learning, we're actively learning. So we've sent some things out and gotten back the feedback that ah, this didn't really spark the depth of conversation you're looking for. And then we heard other feedback that something else that landed well. So, so it's actually very exciting. As, as a founder, you're actually, yeah, this, this yeah. is the really exciting part. <laughs> I do love the fact that you're truly trying to um, pilot it and see what works and doesn't work instead of just assuming this is going to work make it work yes. you know I appreciate that as an educator that you're you're truly trying to educate yourself in this and what works best and one of the things that I want to share with our listeners is that um, Aparna is actually a part of the open voice network program which is a group of educators developers who are currently working uh, together to create um, a form of ethics and uh, standards for, for, for voice and how it impacts education. And I've had a great joy working with her and working forward with that. And I just wanna share that with you, that it's not just educators that want that, the developers want that as well. And she's proof of that by being, uh, giving up uh, an evening every other week to be a part of these conversations. Aparna, I appreciate your time uh, with me today, and I'm really excited about what's next for your company. And guys, you heard that challenge out there. If you have kids between the ages of five and nine, uh, get in touch with them. And you can do that at askmyclass.com, correct? It's, uh, so the classroom product is goaskmyclass.com. Goaskmyclass.com. Yes. And they will help you uh, get connected. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Julie.